Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for Clemson Sports Talk with Lawton Swan. Ready, Just call me Swanny. Hour number two. That's drive time right here on the show that shakes the Southland Clemson Sports Talk. Lawton Swan with you on a fry, excuse me, on a Monday. <laughs> That's when you know. That's when you know it's going to be a long week on a Friday afternoon. Monday afternoon, the Clemson Tigers will kick off this Saturday at noon uh, over in Atlanta against the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Also announced today, noon kickoff against Syracuse the following week. So, Back-to-back noon games for your Tigers. But Saturday night, they were under the lights in Death Valley. A little rain in the area. William Quackenbush has got the scoop for us today. Quack, what's going on, big guy? Uh, Swanee, it's a great day to find out that, in fact, the post-game show host will be able to finish the uh, post-game show, the fifth quarter show, on the same day that the game started which is not something that we've been able to do very much so i'm very appreciative of that yeah that's uh you and uh my buddy mark childress hosting that uh i believe is that correct that is correct and we've had a great time at like two in the morning but it'll be nice to be done at like 5 30 well i'll be on really the looking forward to that yeah i'll be on the air in the upstate on wccp in just a little bit with mark at six o'clock as soon as we go off of the air here uh, in the Midlands to talk about the matchup this weekend. But I want to get your thoughts on it, Qualt. Efficient, effective, uh, you know, on both sides of the ball, impressive. I mean, I could go on and on. What were your takeaways? Well, I mean, I think all those words are correct. Um, the one thing that really stuck out was that the, the thing – sometimes we can – um, we can almost take the game into like uh, almost like um, idea land where we think about the things that we think would be good ideas in the game, but we don't actually look at like personnel. We don't actually look at, uh, you know, the individual matchups, things that coaches have to deal with. And so we make all these plans, and it turns out that a lot of times the plans that we think would work don't actually work in the game for any number of – I mean, it could be anything. It's not just like one reason that we miss. It could be anything. In this particular game, it felt like Clemson came out and did exactly what everybody with a working brain expected them to do which was go at Eric King, abuse the Miami offensive line, that their first two opponents in league are the two worst pass-rushing teams in the league in terms of sacking the quarterback. Florida State's way behind everybody. And then uh, Louisville's tied for 12, but they've also played one more game than the other two teams. So you look at it per game, you're talking about the two worst pass-rush teams. That has masked – that plus the, the Rhett Lashley's has masked the fact that Miami's offensive line still stinks. They are just not very good. 
And so what you saw in the it, it, it just immediately in the game in the first possession, Clemson just uh, totally destroyed the offensive line of Miami. It, it sold their soul like three plays in. And then offensively, you look at where Miami had a strength. Um, it was a little bit of a strength on strength compared to Clemson's, you know, Clemson's tackles versus the interior offensive line. I think the tackles are probably the two best players right now in Carmen and McFadden. But those two pass rushers, um, you look at Phillips and Roche, those are two guys you want to neutralize. How do you neutralize edge rushers? Draws, counters, quick game, screen game, tight end. We saw all those in the first series. We saw all those in the second series. It was like, it was like just, you know, it, theoretically, you could have played the game out on a video game and you could have conceptually figured out, okay, these are the concepts I want to do, these things I want to do. You could have done it. That's the way Clemson approached the first quarter. And that's something that's hard to do. It's also something that's hard to uh, believe when you become accustomed to seeing teams, you know, maybe struggle, like drop a ball or not throw a ball exactly where it's supposed to be. I felt like you couldn't script, particularly the first couple series on offensive defense, any better for Clemson because they did conceptually what everybody said that they should have done and then what people assumed would be a little more difficult for them to establish, and yet they did it from the jump with no problem. Qualk, I want to ask you a quick question. This is a little bit off of your radar, so you may have to monitor and adjust. What's the worst question that you've ever asked anybody live? Do you recall it? The worst the worst question I've ever asked anybody live? Yeah. Oh, like man. Like during an interview. Because um, they stand out because you know immediately I, you're like, oh, boy, that was bad. <laughs> you know what? I, I, um, I asked. And I actually think it's a great question, but the worst answer I've ever gotten live, I mean, I did a Dave Dorn interview that was pathetic. And I know, like, he didn't want to be there. I didn't, I mean, I had no reason to want to talk to him. It was a disaster. I've hated Dorn ever since. Um, Al Golden, I asked Al Golden if he felt like, uh, based on the fact that his teams were, like, never good after they played Florida State, <laughs> that he should, um, maybe he should, like, I was like, do you think about, emphasizing the Florida State game a little bit so that there's a little bit of consistency. And he looked at me like I had three heads. Yeah. And uh, that was – so that was probably the worst. Okay. You know, I stand by the question, and if one of us is still employed at the job we were at at the time, another <laughs> one was fired. And what's the <laughs> so, guy asking the question? So, so this weekend, I may have asked my dumbest question, and it came to Trevor Lawrence. And I meant it with the most – the most respect of all, but it's probably something better to ask over a video game than in a conference. I, I simply said to him, I said, Trevor, you, you're so smooth and everything seems so effortless. I said, do you ever think guys think you're soft? And he said, uh, I don't really know how to answer that. Sure. So my, 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 and the reason I bring this up is I want to ask you, do people think he's soft? Do teams think that if you just hit him a couple of times, He's going to break, whether it's the hair, whether it's how smooth he looks on the gridiron. What do you think? Do people think he's soft? You know, it's interesting. I, I almost don't want to make this comparison, but it seems it's just where, I, it's where my mind is right now. You could argue that like David in the Bible, before you, like there's some theologian out there that's thinking I'm going to compare Trevor Lawrence to David. I'm really not. But David in the Bible would like play the harp and like write poetry. And he was like deeply emotional. He like cried. He wept openly all the time. And yet he like won military battles and slayed a giant, did all kinds of like really tough things. I think sometimes when you have like a like a a, a nice looking exterior, when sunshine at sunshine label, you know, right. that I think people 
do ascribe softness to like features. Whereas like I'm rocking a thick beard, thick beard does not equal soft, right? I mean, right. thick beard equals man. Uh, clean shaven face and flowing locks equals, <laughs> you know, what kind of conditioner do you use? Where do you buy your moisturizer? How does it, you know, and, and like we don't think of Trevor Lawrence, people that look like Trevor Lawrence as like hard, you know what? And I, I kind of feel like that. Is, I, I feel like it's a fair question. Now, I, could you have asked it a little bit differently? <laughs> he wasn't going to answer that any differently than he did. Maybe. But I get, I get where you're going with that question because we don't get to see like the <sighs> super edgy side of Trevor Lawrence a lot like we did on Saturday. Yeah. When he chirps, he tends to make a big play. Uh, when he got up in the face of the defensive back at Miami, he takes big hits. He, you know, and look, it's expected to go after the quarterback. We all get that. that that's a part of the game. But I think th- that teams believe because of how he looks that oh, he can't take a, you know, he can't take a hit. Can't, t- you know, he won't. It'll rattle him. But it's sort of he's kind of like David Banner. He just kind of hulks up a little bit, and now he's ready to go. I. I don't know. I think it just turns the light bulbs on for him. William Qualkenbush is on Twitter at Qualk Talk. I'm glad he didn't. So on a one to ten, Qualk ten being that was an excellent question, one being terrible. Where did I fall? Because I felt like I was in like a negative range when I asked it. You know what? Probably. I mean, I would say it's like a five. I would say I would say it's like a five. Like to me, that was a question that he. I think he answered it the way that I would have expected him to answer, which is like I don't know what to say to that. But I don't think the question was uh I don't think the question was invalid, especially I mean, like that that is a thing that follows him around and it's something you were trying to get at something legitimate. So I'm not gonna illegitimize Thank the you. question totally that has a legitimate basis. Thank you, Qualk. Okay, let's talk about legitimate. <laughs> Travis Etienne. He's legit. What uh I mean, seven carries under forty nine yards. The 72-yard run uh, was a thing of beauty. One thing a lot of people didn't recognize in that run, there's a slight hesitation at the 40-yard line that changes that entire play and allows him to get up the sidelines. You can't even hardly see it. He's so good at it. Um, what'd you make of ETN's performance, and is he the front runner for the Heisman Trophy right now? I got to say, I'm a little thrown because you compared Trevor Lawrence to David Banner. I thought that was interesting. Uh, I feel like the audience uh, don't sleep on that. That was a great reference. Um, I... I show my wife that and we were talking about the play we were watching a highlight yesterday and i was like look at this little hesitation look at this little stop start and that i didn't notice the first time or the second time or the third time or the fourth time i watched it but probably about the ninth time i was like man he really did decelerate and then re-accelerate that's how he blew by a guy it's that it's those kind of subtleties that we can just be like oh that was great oh that was terrific oh man he's he's wonderful or whatever if you don't understand the little nuances and the reasons why he can do what he does, he he can't just show up and just do that stuff. You can't just show. The people are like, oh, he's got impeccable balance, and people just act like he <laughs> walked up with impeccable balance. No, like you got to work on your core. You got to work on balance. You got to do that. Oh, he's got he's breaking arm tackles. Well, if you don't squat seven hundred during squat tober, right in the in the weight room, you're not doing that. If you if you haven't practiced stopping to lull the defense to sleep and then going full speed. It's kind of like a pitcher in baseball who like has a great fastball and he's throwing fastballs, fastballs, and all it is throw fastballs. All you got to do is throw one change up. It totally changes the way the pitch looks out of your hand. It totally changes the approach of the batter. The batter's not able to get in a rhythm. And then you come back with the gas and it's like you just threw a double time. 
That's what it felt like with ETN, that you're able to lull somebody to sleep because they think they've got an angle, and then they adjust right. to your angle, and then you just totally destroy that thing. I, I'm with you. I thought that was, a, that was an underrated uh, part of that run, an underrated facet of his game. It's how he sets up the best things about him with little bitty decisions that he makes along the way to be able to beat that defender. Looking around the country, Qualk in the AP poll, three Atlantic Coast Conference teams in the top five. I think, obviously, you would agree it's a bit of a bit of a shell, given the fact that uh, Ohio State's not played. And I, I think they're still one of the top five teams in the country. But for this league right now, given what we guess SEC, uh, it's hard to argue that, and the Big Twelve, it's hard to argue that playing the ACC is not the best conference right now. Well, let me ask you this: Let's say those two leagues are playing. How many teams are legitimately better than North Carolina? How many teams are legitimately better than Notre Dame? Because to me, it's like two. Yeah. It's like Ohio State, it's Oregon, and that's it. I mean, you might want to go to a Penn State. I have questions. You might go to a Wisconsin. I have few questions. You might go to a Michigan or somebody like that. But it's not like these SEC teams are worthy. I mean, Florida played a, like an eight-possession game and gave up points on six or seven of the possessions. I mean – Alabama gave up 600 something. They had to get 770 yards to win a game against a team that might not finish at 500 this year. Uh, you know, to me, the the top two teams in the country right now, based on what I've seen, is are Clemson and Georgia. You can put Alabama up there because their offense is as good as Georgia's defense is, in yeah. my opinion. And then after that, who else are you going to go to? Now, I kind of think that I, I have questions about North Carolina and I think when Notre Dame plays Clemson. I've made this point before. I use my score prediction to affirm for people X team is like Y team that Clemson already played. So I'm going to pick the exact same score position prediction. I think Notre Dame is exactly like Miami. And so my score prediction is going to be like 42-17. Notre Dame has no wide receiver talent that's to scare anybody. One thing that Clemson could do, why they could attack Derrick King on uh, Saturday, is because they knew that if they put their corners in one-on-one battles on the outside, they would just win them. How many times a corner get beat outside? Like none. No. That's why Clemson had a million PBUs and a couple picks and guys had career days. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Find the laws of gravity again and hanging in the air, knocking the ball away. Uh, they're going to do the same thing to Notre Dame. North Carolina presents a different challenge because you might have to be a little bit better and a little more uh, unpredictable in coverage. You can't just throw guys out there man to man and just say win. You gotta, you gotta maybe mix it up a little bit because Newsom and Brown and those guys can really get after it. But North Carolina gave up 45 points to Virginia Tech, 
a team that still doesn't know exactly who their best 11 players on offense are. So, I, I mean, I feel like there are questions about both those teams, but I don't think we can just dismiss it out of hand as yeah. saying, you know, if – and I, I'm not saying you're saying this, but, you know, if the Big Ten and Pac-12 are playing, well, those teams might not be in the top 12. Well, they might not be in the top five, but I think they'd be top eight right now. I mean, are you going to put Texas A&M over those? Are no. you going to put Florida? And what we just saw from their defense over North Carolina and Notre Dame? I don't necessarily think so. So I think that I, I'll be interested to see when everybody plays and when we see more of North Carolina and Notre Dame, how they look relative to the rest of the country. Because right now, I think both those teams stack up really well. Based on what we've seen from LSU, I mean, I'll be honest, and, and obviously we can take Oklahoma and, and Texas and other programs like that into this conversation. I think that the only teams that I could feel pretty good about saying that that those two teams from the ACC outside of Clemson, that they're behind, you know, I think they're behind Alabama. I think they're behind Georgia. I think they're behind Ohio State. And I think they're behind Oregon. And then after that, Qualk, I, I think all bets are off for who's in those six, seven, and eight spots in the country. And it may very well be North Carolina and Notre Dame at this point. Honest to goodness, but... That's why we bring you in every week, man, to talk about it because it is interesting. Whether it's the best league top to bottom, I don't know. But at the top, the ACC sure seems like they may have some of the best teams right now. So let's let's talk about what's going on in the SEC. What, what happened? Mike Leach came in, and all of a sudden, offenses are just through the roof everywhere. What's going on? Except for his own, oddly enough, this past weekend. Everywhere else, though, man, they're scoring 40, 45, 50 points a game in the SEC in a lot of these uh, programs right now. Well, I think it's interesting. If you look at the hires, did you get better or worse? I think Texas's issue is they traded out defensive coordinators and they got worse. Chris Ash's defenses are not better than Todd Orlando's defenses. That's historically been true. It's true right now. That Chris Ash has got a worse defensive top target. LSU traded Dave Aranda for a 2004 model in the same car. Bo Pelini was really good yeah. in the mid 2000s, the defense. His Nebraska teams, and any of his senior Nebraska, were giving up strategy on a regular basis to good offense. Why you would hire him to coordinate a defense at a major conference level, I have no idea. Uh, Alabama, you got talent drain there. You don't have a great defensive coordinator hire right now. You just don't. So, I mean, that, that hurts. Mississippi State, you hire a guy who's going to do something dramatically different offensively. Of course, there's going to be growing pains. And then Arkansas, people are worried about Arkansas or trying to figure out Arkansas. Jim Pittman knows what he doesn't know. That's the best thing about a head coach, to know what you don't know. And to me, he made two great coordinator hires in Kendall Bryles and Barry Odom. And you see, when you bring in Bo Pelini to replace Dave Aranda, LSU gets worse. you got opt-outs, you got injuries, all that stuff. But Derek Steenley was on the field when Mizzou brought in a freshman quarterback that like didn't know what a touchdown was, and he goes for 400 yards and four scores. But Barry Odom and Kendall Bryles were upgrades. If you upgrade your coordinator spots or you go sideways with your coordinator spot, you stay the same or you get better. When you downgrade, you get worse. That's what we're seeing all across the country. Talent drain, bad coordinator hires, and that's why the SEC teams are going to hell in a handbasket because they're just not bringing in good coaches to replace the good coaches that have left. Qualk, final thing. I think the biggest losers of the weekend may have been the South Carolina Gamecocks. With Missouri showing what they showed, Ole Miss showing what they showed, South Carolina got their victory over Vanderbilt. They'll play Auburn this coming weekend. Then they'll play LSU, A&M, Miss, Ole Miss, Missouri, Georgia, and Kentucky. I think they were the big losers, honestly, this weekend, given the fact that now Ole Miss and Missouri sure seem like more daunting tasks than they were a week ago. 
Well, it's interesting because last week LSU beat uh, Vanderbilt, what, 41-7? And South Carolina beat Vanderbilt 41-7. Right. And so if you were to say to a layman, to someone on the street, hey, South Carolina and LSU beat Vandy by the same score, they'd be like, great. That's, that's what my dad that's told me. <laughs> like, then you, you watch the LSU play and you're like, oh, my gosh, uh, that's terrible. I agree with you that South Carolina is a loser, but it's a nine way that you would think in the way that you said. Like, that might be your only win. It might be fool's gold. Everybody else on your schedule looks terrific right now, and you just still don't. Like, maybe you didn't run it. That's better. But other than Shai Smith, are you scared of any pass catchers? No. Are you scared of any running backs? No. Are you scared of any defensive players? No, not really. So when you play these other teams, best of luck to you. But uh, I, I feel like that says more about Vanderbilt than it does about South Carolina at this point. Tough sledding, I think, for the Gamecocks the rest of the way. Qualk, man, appreciate you, buddy. Thanks for uh, joining us here on the Monday and looking forward to next week. All right, Swanee, always good to be with you. On Twitter, at Qualk Talk, go follow him. He does a great job in the upstate 105.5 The Roar's own William Qualk and Bashir uh, on a Monday afternoon. I, I, I do mean that, and I mean it sincerely. I think South Carolina may be the big loser this weekend because two teams on their schedule that I thought, okay, those are games that Carolina's got a real battle, you know, real chance in. They may still, but Ole Miss and Missouri looked a lot better than I could have ever imagined uh, this past weekend, and that was pretty shocking to me. Stay with us. Here's your chance to win $1,000. Text the nationwide keyword, thanks, to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. That's thanks to 200-200. Now, Columbia's most dependable traffic. Sponsored by Pope Davis Tire and Automotive. Home of the best tire prices in Columbia. Guaranteed. Fox Sports Radio 1400 traffic. Couple of tie-ups to tell you about this afternoon. The first is Clemson at Long Green Parkway, and we also have a broken-down car I-26 westbound near the Broad River Road exit. I'm Rob Sanders. You can reach out to me on the 103.5 FM WVOC traffic tip line 343-1055. This report is sponsored by Blue Cross Blue Shield of South Carolina Service Benefit Plan. They say defense wins championships. Defense protects your health too. If you're a federal employee in South Carolina, active or retired, the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Service Benefit Plan packs a wallop. Learn more at fepblue.org. We've been standing beside federal employees since 1960. Lawton Swan here. And I know in sports we're always talking about the big guy. Well, let me tell you, when you're buying a car, you don't need that. What you need to do is head down to Orangeburg to my good friends at Ferry Chevrolet Cadillac. Four generations of family-owned business right there at Ferry Chevrolet. No dock fees, no tricks, straightforward pricing in a low-pressure environment you'll love. Check them out online, ferrychevrolet.com, or call them, 803-536-1600. It's Ferry Chevrolet Cadillac, just a short 30-minute drive off of exit 145A in Orangeburg. Kirk Commercial Construction is a licensed general contractor in South Carolina. Since 2011, Chris Kirk, a Columbia native with 20 years of construction experience, has believed in meeting his customers' needs. Kirk Commercial Construction is capable of performing any retail or office expansion, new construction, construction, metal building, or commercial renovation work. In addition to Kirk's commercial construction projects, their service division can assist you with commercial and maintenance tasks. If you need it done right, call 803-250-2495 or kirkcommercialconstruction.com. Incontinence products. We get it. You don't want to buy them in the store, and you certainly don't want to stand there in the aisle and try to choose which one is right for you. That's why we started Because. Because Market developed comfortable, next-generation underwear and pads that work. And our caring team of customer service folks will listen and help get you just what you need, shipped discreetly and directly to your home. 
Go to BecauseMarket.com now for a free trial and see all our five-star reviews. That's BecauseMarket.com. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. I opened a 401k. So you're giving up. Just like that. Giving up on what? I'm getting an inheritance from a distant relative. Don't you think if there were a billionaire in the family, we'd know about it by now? Listen to me. We are one phone call away from riding horses on our own private polo grounds. One call from christening yachts, having a butler using summer as a verb. How do you figure? Look, everyone's got a rich uncle somewhere. It's statistics. So the best thing you can do is just prepare for the inevitable. Right. Which is why I thought maybe it would be smart to take control of my finances. You know, start using a budget, get out of debt, set some retirement goals. Budgets? Debt? You watch your mouth. Retirement shouldn't be a goal for us. It should be a way of life. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Jason Alexander for the Will Rogers Institute. Everyone thinks they know about asthma. But did you know that over 15 million people in our country suffer from the disease? Or that it causes more hospital visits, lost work days, and school absences than any other chronic illness? That its symptoms, shortness of breath, tightness in your chest, and a persistent cough or wheezing can be signs of real danger. For your free booklet, visit WRInstitute.org or call toll-free 877-957-7575. And find us on Facebook and Twitter. Stay on top of today's pop culture. Ace and TJ Mornings and today's hit music all day on 104.7 WNOK. Answering the tough questions here on the show that shakes the Southland today. Best hair, Landon Sanders, Tre- uh, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> uh, no, the serious tough question, is ETN now the front runner for the Heisman Trophy in your opinion? Did he surpass Trevor Lawrence in your eyes? I don't care what Vegas says. I want to know from you. What do you think? 803-450-0086. You can text us. Shannon says, love you, Swan, but your Trevor question stunk. He said you asked the Heisman Trevor Gannett if he was perceived as Charmant. Well, it... From the perspective of the enemies. Uh, well, pardon me, Mr. Perfect! Mr. Smash says those Jets want Trevor bad. Edward says that was total domination, total control. Micah says the mighty SEC looks like the Big 12. Defense is optional. Like, share, subscribe. Appreciate you, Micah. I know. It was a, it, I, I, had, I needed to find a better way to, re, to phrase it. I'll, I will admit. But at least Quok said it wasn't terrible. <laughs> at least I wasn't in person. I just muted my Zoom and just started laughing. That's all I could do. That's all I could do. Double D says, Swanee, name a better running back. Excuse me, quarterback, running back duo than Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne, college or pro? Oh, God, really? You're going to make me think? (laughs) Best running back, quarterback combo, college or pro? Hmm. I mean, my gut, well... My gut was to go with the 
Chiefs, like first, right? Like out of the gate, I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to look at Patrick Mahomes, but his running back, I believe the starters, uh, Clyde Edwards Elair from LSU a year ago. He's a rookie. I know it's not Deshaun and uh, his running back, the the Johnson fellow, David Johnson. Better combo. Oh, that's a. I mean, I'm not telling you that. Well, David D, you have built a good question, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to think about it. I have to look around the NFL a little bit more and see who, you know, where where some of the star running backs are, where some of the star quarterbacks are. It's a valid point. Maybe I know they're they're zero and four. Fired Dan Quinn, but maybe Matt Ryan and uh, Todd Gurley. How about that? Decent? Is that a good? Is that a good answer? I'm gonna go with that one. I'll stick with that one. People can debate. There may be a better combo out there. It's a decent question, though, because the best running back in the NFL is probably what, if you look at fantasy points and stuff, it would be. Christian McCaffrey, but he's got Teddy Bridgewater. It's not, I know Saquon Barkley's out, but I mean, if we're just talking about for. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Get health and all. Yeah, I don't know. I have to I have to really think about that one. Appreciate the question though, Double D. That is a that is a good one. 803-450-0086. What do you think? Who's the best quarterback running back combo in college or pro football? Is it Trevor and Travis? And I'm not we're, we're, again, we're not saying that these guys are better than the pros, but when you look at a, a pure combo stance, is that the best duo? According to ESPN's analytics, Clemson right now, the playoff predictor leader at 75% chance of getting into the playoffs and a 24% chance of winning the national title. Ohio State's the only team with a better winning percentage to win the title at 27%, just three percentage points higher than Clemson, but they have a 4% less chance of making the playoffs at 71%. Alabama, 3-0 at 65% with a 19% chance of winning the championship. Georgia at 3-0 with a 53% chance and a 13% uh, chance of winning the title. Those two will battle this weekend, so I'm assuming those numbers will change based on the winner of that matchup. Wisconsin, 39% chance, 8% chance of winning. 
after that, it is a 2% chance and less uh, pretty much for everybody else to win the title outside of Penn State who's got a 3% chance. So that's a quick look at what ESPN thinks about uh, who's going to win the college football playoff as Clemson solidified themselves in the rain uh, under the lights in Death Valley. Uh, an outstanding performance uh, for your Clemson Tigers. However, however, I would be remiss if I did not mention the fact that my Los Angeles Lakers are the world champions. How dare you fill my head with such loathsome propaganda? 106-93. They were up 30 or so points at one point. I didn't even have to tune in to watch it all. It got so ugly. LeBron James, Los Angeles Lakers, the NBA champs. Four games to two, the final. I, I do tip my cap to Miami to pushing that series to six. The performance of Butler uh, in game five was unbelievable. But LeBron James in Los Angeles, they are the champs. If I could play some queen in the background right now, I would because we are the champions, my friends. I mean, just put it into perspective how big the, the Lakers were up. They won it 106 to 93. And they got beat in the fourth quarter 35 to 19. Yeah. They it was ugly. Los Angeles just rolling to an NBA title. LeBron James fourth NBA title. And I saw somebody say, why, why does everybody hate LeBron James? Just appreciate you know what this guy's done wherever he's been. I'm looking to see what the largest lead of the game was. I didn't see it in the game flow, but I mean, at one point it was 82-46. Back on top. We're back on top. I see a lot of Los Angeles purple and gold fans out there too on Facebook. I'm glad to know I'm not alone. Robert says, how about Drew Brees and Alvin Kamar? Robert, great point. That would be a good one. That would be a good one. I don't know how they're performing this year. I hadn't seen. But Alvin Kamara is a guy that Travis Etienne has been compared to by several people. All right, so we've been waiting to hear from Brent Venables. Clemson was phenomenal on the defensive side of the ball against Miami. We'll hear from Coach Venables next. When a community grows, its hospital should grow too. And that's just what we're doing at Lexington Medical Center. We recently launched the largest hospital expansion project in South Carolina history. Our new 10-story patient tower will help us take better care of patients, including the tiniest infants who need special attention. It will also make room for the growing number of patients who need surgery and intensive care. At Lexington Medical Center, our mission to serve our community never wavers. We're here when you need us today and we'll be there when you need us tomorrow. Hi, I'm Alicia Kaufman-Quentin. My daddy, Billy Kaufman, opened Kaufman's Meat Plant at our present location in 1955. My family still works hard every day to ensure fresh quality cuts of beef, pork, and poultry. How about a tasty T-bone, ribeye, or New York strip steak? But to order at Kaufman's Meat and Place. Just look for the signs near the intersection of US-1 and I-20 in Lexington. Call us at 356-0076 to place your order. Kaufman's Meat and Place, when you want the very best your money can buy. Here's your chance to win $1,000. Text the nationwide keyword, THANKS, to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. That's THANKS, to 200-200. 
This is Super Bowl champion Alfred Williams. Here's what's trending on the iHeart Sports Network. Presented by the South Carolina Bar. LeBron James now is his fourth NBA title, and we can argue all day about MJ, the greatest of all time, but what you can't debate is LeBron is the greatest foundational piece we've ever seen. LeBron's built three franchises into champs, works with any system, any coach, any teammate. Part of greatness is overcoming instability and chaos. He's overcome everything at every stop, and at 35, he's not slowing down. I'm Colin Cowherd. If you have a tough legal problem and don't know where to turn, the Lawyer Referral Service of the South Carolina Bar can help. The LRS program can refer you to an experienced lawyer in your area. Your first 30-minute consultation is no more than $50. Visit scbar.org LRS. In 1983, Diane Downs did something unthinkable to her children. She then showed up to her trial pregnant. Diane had gotten pregnant again. I don't think anyone in the press knew that yet. Join host Melissa Moore as she helps that child, Becky Babcock navigate her connection to a killer. iHeartRadio is number one for podcasts, and it's easy to see why. Find Happy Face presents Two Face on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? It's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Come on, smile. Oh, honey, he's still not smiling. Maybe he's not a smiler. Yeah, maybe he's just not a happy baby. Maybe he's just being a boy. Or maybe he's teething. Maybe it's just a phase. Maybe he has autism, and we can definitely do something to help. Maybe is all you need to find out more about autism. No big, joyful smiles by six months is one early sign. Learn the others at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Want to hit a home run with your smart speaker? Just say something like this. Alexa, play Fox Sports Radio 1400 on iHeartRadio. Subscribe to Show the Shakes of Southland. Lawton Swan with you. Okay. Um, <laughs> kind of a funny moment during the game. A player at Miami got injured, D. Wiggins. And my son looked at me and said, Is that like the knockoff brand of T. Higgins? <laughs> yeah, sort of. Something like that. If the kid hadn't been hurt, I would have tweeted it out, but uh, as much fun as we have on Twitter during the game, if you don't follow Clemson Sports on Twitter, go follow us at Clemson Sports. We have a big time on social media and in our forums uh, during the game. But yeah, uh, the knockoff version for sure. D Wiggins, eight zero three four five zero 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 eighty six. That's the text line. Uh, Nick in Georgia wants to know uh, if the Tigers would beat. Uh, the Bulldogs. Go! 
Yes, absolutely. I don't. I don't have any doubt. Clemson's better than Georgia. I think the teams that you know, the team or teams that would worry me right now would be Alabama, even still, and uh, Ohio State. And we really haven't seen Ohio State to judge, but those are the teams that stand out to me still. From the, you got to be a little bit concerned about them. When you got a man like Brent Venables, though, making your calls defensively gives you a great chance. And uh, they'll be testing a little bit more this weekend than usual uh, by Georgia Tech. It's a new-look offense. Jeff Collins in his second year there. Here's what Coach Venables had to say about that improved Georgia Tech de- uh, offense. Uh, tremendously. I think they've, um, uh, with, the, you know, with the talent that they had there uh, already, um, at uh, receiver in particular and at running back and uh, Jeff Sims and um, 21, 22 uh, and the other backs that they have on their roster, uh, you know, they're much different and uh, their attack and uh, your, your spread run game RPO, use the backs really well, run the ball, uh, get the ball with the backs out in space Quarterback, a uh, really good decision maker. Going to be a special player uh, when it's all said and done. He's got size. Uh, he's got arm strength, arm talent. <clears throat> he can run, and uh, they do a good job of of uh, you know of moving him, taking advantage of his uh, skill set. Have some design quarterback run game uh, as well. And uh, the receivers are on another planet from where they were a year ago. There you go. Brent Venables talking about uh, Georgia Tech, who Clemson will face this Saturday at noon uh, over at Grant Field in Atlanta. He was also asked about Landon Zanders and uh, Zanders' performance against Miami this past weekend. Um, I've been pleased with Landon, you know, uh, like a lot of young guys. Um, there's a lot to be excited about. He's got a really bright future. And, um, uh, at times, you know, they got to clean up, you know, positioning and technique and, and eyes and things like that. So, um, uh, but excited about, you know, where he's going and again, his attitude, how he has responded to some adversity and success both. Uh, he's a guy that, that uh, puts a lot of time in, getting ready week in, week out, and uh, cares, you know, what his teammates and his coaches think. And, Takes a lot of pride in his performance, but a uh, real, real talented young guy. There he, is. there he is. Brent Venables talking about Landon Zanders. Uh, he also was asked an interesting question to, I think, for everybody really who's followed this team. He was asking, "What's it like to go good on good when you got to face Trevor and Travis at, at practice? What is that like for uh, your defense and, and having to deal with that? And does he have sympathy for the defensive coordinators?" Uh, or empathy, I guess, for the defensive coordinators that have to face off against the Tigers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, those the margin for error is very slim, and uh, we try not to like we don't ever go and say, "Okay, hey, let's take away Trevor today," or "Hey, let's take away Travis." We try to just do what we do and know that there's going to be plenty of bad that comes with the good. And uh, but you know the the precision, the explosiveness. Um, the stress that they can create in both the run game and the throwing game is, uh, it's tremendous. So, uh, to have empathy, uh, <laughs> uh, certainly understand, you know, what, you know, preparing for them, you know, what, 
which he can go through for sure. But, uh, you know, and they're both playing their best football of their careers right now as well. And, uh, you know, that's what, you know, being on our, being on the same team, that's what you're excited about too is, is uh, really see the, uh, the confidence and, and uh, the cohesion uh, of the unit and certainly them as, as players and leaders, you know, playing at a very, very high level right now. And when those guys are playing at a high level, it's going to be very difficult to beat Clemson. I don't think there's any question about that. Another name that people maybe uh, didn't think would explode on the scene like he has is Balin Spector. Venables talked about his recruitment and what he's seen from Balin uh, as he's matured as a linebacker. Well, I remember going to his high school and uh, uh, his coach uh, told me he played, he's, he's really excited about one. He thought he had one for, for a definite Division One kid, and he was uh, – he was playing corner and uh, he had played corner as a freshman. And so I was looking at him as a sophomore. And, and of course I, I knew there was a, a uh, Clemson connection as well. And I knew he was a good athlete. I knew he definitely wasn't a corner. And, uh, but I loved his versatility. They played him everywhere at Calhoun and uh, coach lamb. They did a great job, uh, a very, very good program there in uh, Calhoun, Georgia. And, um, uh, just saw a really good athlete, played quarterback, played corner, played receiver, played safety, really didn't play much linebacker, but he had, he had a great frame and continued to grow. He came to camp and uh, we evaluated, evaluated him as both a safety and a linebacker and felt that if he, um, if he outgrew safety, he could definitely play linebacker, but he was very uh, bounce, uh, twitchy, had a lot of bounce to him. Um, he's changed direction. He's just very fluid, um, explosive. Great kid, excellent student, and a leader, you know, just had great uh, leadership qualities and instincts. So, uh, you know, then just has really good bloodlines, great family, and uh, just tremendous athletes. But he's a winner. Very committed guy. couple of minutes left here on the show that shakes the Southland. Another segment right around the bend. We'll hear uh, Brent Venables talking about his game plan against Miami plus – I'll give you one of the most interesting quotes uh, that I heard uh, this afternoon from the Clemson Tigers uh, availability. And it, it sort of builds on the theme that we talk about here on the program quite a bit as to why this program uh, has been successful. Remember, you can text us or call us anytime, except when you're driving. Never text while you're driving. 803-450-0086. We hit a break. We come back. We put a bow on the show iHeartRadio Earth knows small changes make a big difference for the environment. Did you know that keeping your tires even a single PSI lower than recommended means worse mileage and more trips to the pump? So do the environment and your wallet a favor and always check the tire pressure. Brought to you by iHeartRadio Earth and the National Environmental Education Foundation. To find more tips on smarter, sustainable living or to take action in your own community, go to iHeartRadio.com earth. Group training is a fun, accountable way to get in shape. I'm Coach Stewart of Dynamic Health and Fitness. Come train with one of our special groups today. We will focus on giving you the support you need to get in shape. We use the Dynamic Mob, featuring intervals of cardio, functional training, and strength training to change your lifestyle to make you healthy. Get started today at any of our locations in Lexington or West Columbia, or call 803-408-408. 4060 or online at dynamichealthclub.com. 
Tiger fans, look no further than the Tiger Sports Shop in Clemson for all your game day needs. Since 1974, they've brought you everything Clemson for the Clemson fan. With quality brands such as Nike, Antigua, Cutter, and Buck, and Champion, plus many more, from hats to t-shirts to tailgate, the Tiger Sports Shop has all the Clemson gear a true Tiger fan needs. With two convenient game day locations in Tigertown, shop where I shop at Dr. I.M. Ibrahim's Tiger Sports Shop. They fuel the passion of Tiger fans everywhere. Check them out online, tigersports.com. Take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring. Place the new wax ring over the flange, then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain. Next. Um, Dad? Uh, yeah, sweetie. Is that a new plumbing manual? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, honey. We really need to get some new books. Right, um, do, do you want me to stop? Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends. Okay, tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the bowl, and secure the tank with a screwdriver and crescent wrench. The smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Dave, what are you doing? Just sending a gift to Dave2037. Who? Me in the future. I save a little money from every paycheck as a gift to Dave2037. So you can spend it on things like anti-gravity boots or a hologram Doberman. Something cool like that. I think Dave2037 deserves it. He worked hard. What are you getting Steve2037? I guess I was thinking Steve2037 would just fend for himself. Well, all right. But don't expect to be borrowing my anti-gravity boots. You want to have money in your future? You got to start saving now. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. Hey, let's just hope Steve2037 doesn't get his hands on a cold time machine because he is going to come back here and knock some sense into you. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. All girls in kindergarten through fifth grade, you're invited to a free robot building or animal dance party with Girl Scouts. It's virtual and a great way to make new friends while having a meaningful experience. No membership necessary. To register, go to gssc-mm.org. Fox Sports Radio 1400. Online at foxsportsradio1400.com. On your phone with the iHeartRadio app. And on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. And iHeart radio station what have you done for me lately it's a fair question just don't lose sight of the bigger picture don't forget history lucky for us at Clemson the answer to the questions what have you done for me lately and what have you done always are the same
Final segment on Monday afternoon, the show that shakes the Southland. Clemson Sports Talk Long Swan with you. Brent Venable's uh, scheme against Miami. Really, really impressive. Really just gobbled up uh, everything uh, that the Hurricanes wanted to do in the matchup. And as good as Clemson's offense was, you know, with uh, Tyler Davis on the interior, be, you know, getting him back, I think that was great. They were so disruptive up front. Uh, it's just it's really hard to imagine whether it's Georgia Tech this weekend, Syracuse the following. I mean, on through Clemson's schedule, it's really hard to imagine if they are at full strength uh, that defensively they're not going they're not going to affect a, a ton of these ball games. Now, let's remember. 89 yards rushing is what the Tigers gave up. But the 56 of those 89 uh, came on one play for Derrick King. Think about that for a second. Dominant, dominant, dominant. Cameron Harris, eight attempts, three yards. Dominant. Here's what Brent Vittables had to say about the, the game plan going in against Miami. We looked at everybody this summer, and um, certainly uh, we didn't feel like – we didn't know that we were going to play Miami until – I don't even remember when. It seems like we've, this season's been three years long. But uh, when we found out we were playing and we started to try to, you know, look them up and, you know – when uh, we did, we went back and look at Houston, and did uh, we had a group of guys look at uh, Derek King, and you know, so we could show we put a highlight tape together for our guys, and uh, I don't know, we just had a lot of meeting time uh, to look at a lot of people, and uh, so they were certainly one of the teams that we tried to do some uh, background work in case we played them uh, sometime later in the year, and then and then they jumped on our schedule. Uh, that wasn't real exciting. I think we we dropped three unranked preseason unranked teams and picked up three preseason ranked teams. But uh, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you always I'm looking at everybody. I'm looking at people we don't play in other conferences. I'm looking at defenses. We're looking at you know other offenses, knowing that people are copycat. Whether you're looking at Ole Miss or you're looking at you know Georgia on defense, you know. So you're always trying to find ways. And if, even if it's like literally less than 10 minutes, hey, let me hey, throw that game on it real quick. They were doing some good stuff. Let me see what they were doing. Just try to see what other people are doing out there. And um, certainly uh, knowing the background of, uh, you know, Coach Lashley and he had been with Coach Malls on at Auburn. We had a little bit of familiarity. Um, and then I worked with Mike Leach at, uh, at Oklahoma. Uh, as well, and having some air raid uh, principles in the throwing game as well. But, uh, you know, our guys just played. We played clean. You know, that's the biggest thing. We played clean and played aggressive and uh, did a good job of communicating and playing fast and, uh, you know, won the line of scrimmage. And we got a good offense that, you know, controlled the clock right out the gate too and puts pressure on people. So it goes, you know, you know, it all goes together. There you go. Brent Venable is talking about this Clemson Tiger defense and what they were able to do uh, to really 
stifle everything that Miami wanted to do offensively. And Clemson's offense on the first two drives just uh, stole their will, uh, I think. And they, they tried to get it back, whether that's, you know, knocking Trevor Lawrence around. Yeah, it doesn't really, doesn't really phase him. Doesn't really phase him. Tamoria chimes in and says, Hey, Swanee. This weekend, someone told me that Travis Etienne took ballet during his freshman year at Clemson. That was my first time hearing that. Did you know that? She said, I've heard that some football players like uh, take ballet, but I hadn't heard that about Travis Etienne. Yeah, I, I do believe he did take ballet um, at one point. I can't remember what year it was, but yeah. And, you know, and I asked him one time at Georgia Tech two years ago about his balance and, and just his ability to, to stay up. And that's one of the great things about him. And and he said it's all it was all about like when they were playing like King of the Mountain back on the hilltop when he was a kid and just a, a relentless pursuit to get to the top and not, you know, not to be taken down. And and that's where he, he got that. And it's a it's been amazing to watch his career unfold. And again, he's one hundred and seventy, I think, three yards away from becoming the all time leader in the history of the league in rushing. He scored a touchdown in thirty nine games. That's a record in the history of the NCAA. Uh, and this all from a kid who was pretty much unknown. And that's, that's the other beautiful side of his story at this point. So appreciate you chiming in. Thank you for uh, all the messages we got today. A busy day uh, here on the show. That's uh, 100% uh, for sure. Nick said, congratulations. Nick, I think I read that one already. Thank you. Larry told me the uh, assistant engineer in White Bear Lake, Minnesota, Said the uh, speakers were sounding good after I reset. Thank you, Larry. And I uh, really appreciate everybody hanging out with us. Oh, one final thing. Uh, I did see this little update out of the SEC. Vanderbilt, Missouri, scheduled for this Saturday in Columbia, has been postponed due to uh, COVID-19. Uh, Vanderbilt was down to 56 scholarship players when they played against South Carolina this past weekend. And uh, the SEC's return activity, you got to have 53 available scholarship players including seven offensive linemen, one center, four defensive linemen, and one quarterback. So it looks like they won't be playing this weekend. That game's been postponed to December the 12th. We got to get out of here. Appreciate y'all hanging out until tomorrow. As always, y'all take care now. And go Tigers! Clemson Sports Talk with Lawton Swan on Columbia's home for sports. Fox Sports Radio 1400. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.